This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Topic number two with Jonathan is going to come across a little controversial, a little smacky in the face. But Jonathan uh, had a conversation with someone and said he only invests or he prefers to invest in states with income tax. So yes, I'm talking to you folks that call California stupid and love Texas uh, is what I'm thinking about. So Jonathan, uh, what you got on this topic? Because this 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 is interesting. Yeah, so this is one of those things that, so this was a conversation I had with my friend Bruce Frazier, who is a really, really smart investor. He's a guy who built a hedge fund, then shifted into, he still runs it. He then shifted into uh, multifamily investing, and he is a master at finding undervalued properties and has built himself a pipeline of deals where, you know, banks, cities, you know, brokers are all bringing him these hard up deals because they know that he can fix them and he makes a ton of money doing this. He's mm-hmm. really smart. So I had a conversation with him the other day because I, I'm planning, I'm going to, I'm building out my calendar for the year for multifamily launchpad. And one of the things I want to do is have Bruce on for one of our monthly updates to talk about how he, how he finds these deals, right? Because it's actually something I'm really interested in doing too and shifting my focus towards this because I think you have to look for value in creative places right now, right? And so during this conversation, Bruce mentioned to me that he only invests in states with state income tax. Mm. And I like was really surprised when he said this because Bruce is a very, you know, he's like a very economically conservative anti-tax guy. Like guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, why is it so why do you invest in states? Why do you prefer to invest in states that have an income tax? It's very counterintuitive. As an out-of-state investor, he said living in a state with a with no state income tax makes sense. But for investing, as an out-of-state in, as a as an investor in real estate, you are not paying the state income tax because depreciation knocks it all out, right? Mm-hmm. However, you are paying the property tax and states that don't have state income taxes, they got to get the money somewhere. Like it's kind of like a big, it's like a big, you know, bait and switch, not a bait and switch, but it's a big, like sort of smoke and mirrors thing where they're like, hey, we got no state income tax. We got no state income tax there. And therefore people think, oh, that means it's going to be a lot cheaper to live there. Well, they got to find the money from somewhere. And the places where they find money are property taxes and whacking businesses with all kinds of fees. There's just like, so he was like, I don't invest in Texas because the property taxes are outrageous and I have to pay those. And then they've got these franchise taxes and they've got LLC taxes and they've Hmm. got all these other ways of like trying to get money from business without calling it an income tax, right? So he said, why would I invest in a place where where the taxes are taxes I've got to pay they're not being knocked out by depreciation. So therefore, I like to invest in states that have an income tax because the property taxes are 
always lower in those states because they're getting their, you know, their money elsewhere. So that was like a light bulb going off to me and also made me feel a lot better about one thing I've been thinking about, which is looking for assets in New York state, which has pretty high state income taxes. And, um, you know, I was talking to, to Bruce about this. Part of the reason I've been thinking about this is because so much attention being paid to the Southeast, right? It's where I, where I have preferred to invest up until now. You know, the South Carolina, where I started out, was it was under the radar when I started there. That's why I went there. I was like, let all those people pile into Texas. That's fine. If they're not looking here, that's good for me. People, unfortunately, have noticed the good demographics of, of South Carolina since then. And it's attracted a lot of out-of-state you know, attention. So the bargains aren't there anymore. So where are you going to look for bargains? Well, places that people have been poo-pooing for a long time mm-hmm. are often good because basically the casual investor who doesn't think about this very much just hears, oh, New York is, on, is not yeah. friendly to landlords. So I'm not going to invest there. And they all go to Texas. And that's great. Go, yeah. Please go there. Please go. <laughs> please go. Leave leave me some bargains, right? So, yeah. so I was I was talking about this idea with Bruce, and he was like, "That's when he popped this tax thing on me," and I was like, "Okay, this actually is now making this idea a little more attractive." I still have to get my head around how exactly to invest in in an area where the population growth is not is either you know negligible or negative. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be, I think that's going to require a lot more granularity about the markets and like really picking submarkets mm-hmm. with, a, you know, really digging into the details of submarkets. Um, but I think there's money to be made if everybody is saying it's not a good place to go. Yeah. Uh, go there. There's, you know, people from Warren Buffett to Seth Klarman to, you know, uh, George Templeton, not George Templeton. Um, Blank on his first the, name, but yeah, but, the Templeton Fund guy. Yeah, the legendary investors. <laughs> yeah, you know, o- often say the way to make money is look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. I totally right? agree. With and, that. Yeah, and so uh, I, I I would suggest to people that if you are having trouble finding assets that make sense to buy because you know there's so much competition, start thinking about where there's not so much competition, right? Yep. You, it, it may take a little more work uh, to find the good assets or find the good submarkets, but you're not, you're going to only, you're not going to be, listen, New York is not, New York state is not full of out-of-state investors looking at New York as the place to invest. Agreed. You've got the local guys. That's, that's the only people that you're going to be competing with. Right. Yeah. And I think there are probably some other markets like that too. I mean, I'm looking at Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania is interesting because it, it's sort of like Ohio, like mm-hmm. it's got, it's got markets that have pretty good growth, but overall the state is not growing. So people are just looking at the state, they're like, eh. But if you look at specific markets within the, within the state, they're they're growing just fine. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is one place. New Hampshire, you know, nobody ever thinks about New Hampshire because it's a small state, has a lot of big influx of population from Massachusetts because it's within. It's, you know, you can, Southern New Hampshire, you can commute to Boston, you know, easily, Southern Maine also. Hmm. And, you know, those are places to look. Uh, now, you know, New Hampshire, I'm going to have to think about this because it has no state income tax. So you're going to have to dig into the property tax issue in New Hampshire as well. But, uh, you know, 
get creative, look for stuff that yeah. if everybody else around you is saying, oh, I would never invest there, maybe you should actually think to yourself, hmm, yeah. that's interesting. Maybe I should invest there because nobody else is, right? So yeah, this is, this is a great conversation because I had this exact thought back in like 07 or 08, right when I was doing, right when I eventually did all my 1031s out of houses to apartments, one of my options before starting that exercise and staying in California, Olivia and I both flew out to Texas, Austin, Plano, uh, San Antonio. We almost, we almost bought stuff in San Antonio. And the, re- the only reason we didn't was because of property taxes. More specifically, it was because we didn't control the property taxes to your friend's point, And they adjusted every year. Right. So I had pl- plenty of the real estate meetups in California at that time. All were bringing out Texas investors saying, come here, turnkey model, come buy our stuff. California sucks. Come to Texas. Lots of people did. I know several investors now who did one cash out refi probably like five or six years ago. And now they're losing the property because it not only, it doesn't cash flow anymore. Right. It, it, because the property taxes, Texas right. property is going up, right? Texas used to be kind of steady right. Eddie, right? There's a lot of migration. Well, so it's spiking and they're, they're yeah. property. That's the thing about property taxes, right? That, you know, it's, it's great to be, you know, having home appreciation, mm-hmm. right? But, yeah. but, ho- yeah. but home, appre- but then you get reassessed and your property taxes go up. And this is, this is actually a big hardship for a lot of people, like, like elderly people on fixed incomes, Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. They, they're forced to sell or they lose their homes because they can't pay the taxes anymore because well, yep. you see this happening like in gentrifying neighborhoods where, you know, working people lived, had their own homes, you know, lived there for generations. And now all of a sudden a bunch of rich people are moving in, driving up the prices and they can't afford the taxes on their homes anymore. So they have to sell. And it just it just keeps the, the gentrification yeah. going. Right. And or, or fuels it because people are just have no other choice but to sell because they can't can't pay their house costs anymore. As an investor, you have the same problem. It's great to get that appreciation. But if your property taxes are going up and your rents are not necessarily going up. Exactly. And rents are keeping then, up. Just- yeah. If they're not keeping up with the with the valuation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this in this case is another, you know, good uh reason to, i mean multifamily kind of doesn't have the problem as much because mm-hmm. the property the properties are not being reassessed every year necessarily and they're they're do, they're not doing it on comps i mean it's it's a little bit different how they do it in multifamily so you may be able to for sure to keep pace with the taxes but the taxes are going to soak you in some of these places and and it's you know i've had property taxes jump a lot on multifamily and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And so it's, we, and when everybody is, everybody's, you know, piling into a state and bidding up properties, it's causing your taxes to go up. And I I think a lot of people also don't underwrite this properly too, because a lot of states reassess on sale. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people are, people, they, they hear someplace underwrite on actuals and, you know, what they take that to mean is underwrite on like the seller's financials. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you're going to way overpay and also underestimate your expenses. So, cause what, what happens is a lot of amateur investors, they just say, Oh, here's what the taxes are. They underwrite to that. 
yeah. knows what the insurance is. They underwrite to that, right? And they, those two numbers alone can totally destroy your underwriting because when you buy, your taxes are going to go way up because you're going to get reassessed. Mm-hmm. Your insurance is going to go way up, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, so it's a double whammy. And I think I think we're going to see, you know, we're, you see this all the time. People yeah, I are think not there's money because they don't know how to underwrite. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and I think that is uh, that that idea your friend had. Again, I like it, and, and kind of I never put it put it that bluntly because I get this all the time from single family home investors: is California is not friendly. Come to Texas. I'm like, no, I would, I, let's say it simply, I would not be financially free if I bought rentals in Texas today. It's that simple. I may, I may still have some cash flow. I may be okay, but I, I'd still be working. No, thanks. Bad outcome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so thank uh, you. Want yeah, any so, clo- so any thank- closing thoughts? Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, just, just thanks to, to Bruce Fazier for, the, for kind of, making me think about something that I had not, had not ever, I'd never focused on it before. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I had, I had noticed that the, the income tax, that the property taxes were very high mm-hmm. in a lot of these States, but I never really made the connection between, I mean, even though like I knew, I knew why they had, you know, yeah. Either, you have one or the other, like I knew that, but I never, I never put it together in the context of like your investment thesis, like why you might want to focus on, especially as an out-of-state investor where you're not subject, you know, to the, the income tax anyway, mm-hmm. right? Like as an out-of-state investor, why you might want to focus on states that have an income tax because you're going to do better on your, on your property taxes. So, yeah, it's a great thing to think about again, folks, if you're looking at Texas or what Nashville or Florida realize that your back pocket is going to be the kitty that the uh, state government comes and picks on if they need to raise money because they don't have an income tax. They're going to come hit the property really, really hard. Thanks, buddy.